Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Hi everybody, my name's Tim Johnson and this is Stacy Borjo. Hey Tim. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, 186 shows now um, in and uh, this is In the Neighborhood. We are a show about community. Uh, we show the power of community through um, heroes. Volunteering volunteer heroes. heroes, that's there right. And this is volunteer month? Yep, April is volunteer month and we try to do our best to highlight any of that, if you would go to our Facebook page and show us pictures of your volunteers. That's what we love to see. Absolutely. So who do we got here today? We got a couple of our friends, don't we? We go way back. <laughs> Both of you guys have been on before. <laughs> yes. So introducing Janine, if you want to share who you are and sure. what you do. Uh, Janine McAllister, the Executive Director at Advocates for Access. And... I'm Jeff Heft. I'm the director of His Helping Hands. Awesome. Thank you guys both for being here. So I'm going to start. What, tell us how um, His Helping Hands started. Well, it's been 20 years almost now, 19 years. Wow. Um, I just found a need um, to help people that couldn't afford to get things done around the house or, or they need the services and couldn't afford to have them done. So uh, I saw the need and I thought, well, I might be able to help somehow. And all this time later, we've grown and done a lot of good for a lot of people. Hmm. That's the definition of uh, a volunteer, right? I mean, you're, you saw something that needed to be done and stepped up and that's, that's it. So. Yeah, it's grown from doing uh, minor home repairs to now we uh, build wheelchair ramps, still do home repairs. and. A few years ago, we started a project called HOPE, which is a home ownership program where we take and rehab homes and then uh, help people become first-time homeowners uh, by selling them for less than market value. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us, what is Advocates for Access? We are Center for Independent Living. We've been around since 1985. There's 22 in the state of Illinois. Something unique, I think, about Centers for Independent Living is 51% of our staff and board of directors must have a disability. Oh. And that's important that if you're making policies and procedures about people with disabilities, that people with disabilities are at the table and doing the job. So we provide five core services in the community. And then we started to uh, collaborate with this guy here about <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. Um, to work on building ramps for people who have no other way of getting in and out of their home. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it is really cool. So we've been there and built a few ramps. Mm -hmm. She's gotten a few more than I have, but um, it's kind of neat. Tell us about Ready to Roll. Well, Ready to Roll started six or seven. I think this is our seventh year coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I had met Janine and we got talking and uh, they had need for wheelchair ramps and we had already been building a few here and there. And so we decided why don't we uh, put our teams together because I believe we can get a lot more done uh, 
when organizations work together than when we each work individually. So we uh, pooled our resources and our efforts and started the first year with 10 wheelchair ramps installed in one day. And now this year, uh, we will install 15 in one day. Yeah, seven years of 15 ramps. So, And then you build ramps outside of this time frame too. Yes, weather permitting, we build them all year, all year round. Yeah. So ready to roll ramps for independence. Um, what do we need for that to make that a success? Sponsors. <laughs> um, this is a program that when we started all those years ago, we wrote grants and Community Foundation founded us or sponsored us for about three years. And then we have gone into soliciting sponsorship of ramps. So if they want to sponsor a ramp, it'd be $1,000. Mm -hmm. And that $1,000 will provide all the materials and materials only mm -hmm. to cover the cost of the ramp. And then with Jeff, being the lead um, on the construction side, we have team leaders at each home as well as a crew of all volunteers that will get that ramp done for them in that day. Yeah. So sponsorship is what we need. We've got some sponsors lined up, mm -hmm. um, but we can always use more and really recognize and thank our sponsors that do this for us because it does make a world of difference to a person who's stuck in their home because they can't go down their two stairs versus having a ramp and being able to get in and out of their house on their own. Yeah. And volunteers, probably. I'll oh, lots of volunteers. We'll need over 100 volunteers uh, the day of the uh, install, and we need probably 30 or 40 volunteers about a month ahead of time. It's uh, May 18th, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, that's uh, what we do, the pre-build. And the pre-build is uh, where we pre-assemble components for these ramps so that uh, on the day of the install, we can take all, all the components are there and it's a, a lot more efficient way to build them rather than stick building them. Mm -hmm. So we need vol those volunteers plus the install day, we'll need um, 15 either contractors, construction people, carpenters, someone that knows their way around uh, building things like that. So if there's a question that arises, they can handle that question rather than have myself have to run around from place to place to uh, answer those questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of volunteers. Yeah, it's a lot of, lot of logistical work, but uh, well worth it, well worth it, especially when you see the, uh, the joy and satisfaction on the homeowners. Yeah. So if somebody wants to volunteer, who do they reach out to? Well, they can reach out to Janine or myself um, uh, at His Helping Hands. Uh, they can email me at redeemed797 at yahoo.com or call me at 309-674-0086. Yeah. And we have that on Facebook too, Correct. right? I was going to say, you can go to Advocates for Access Facebook page and there will be information. There's also a volunteer form on the page. So awesome. if they choose to do it, they can just fill out that form and submit it and we'll know they're coming. Um, and they would be assigned to a group and we would be know them, the address of the home they're, they're going to. But yeah, our Facebook page and our website has that information as well. What kind of comments are you getting as far as those ramps being built? What are people saying? Well, there, there was a, one gentleman who uh, he was terrified to get in and out of his house because his family literally had to carry him in his wheelchair up and down three or four steps. Mm -hmm. 
and he was always afraid that they would uh, he'd be dropped or something. Sure. So he was just overjoyed. Has a lot more confidence. Um, you know, general comments. Thank you so much. This has changed my life. Um, what are you hearing, Janine? Um, I get to make those calls that we have your application and you're on our list of 15 to be built. Um, and I get blessed a lot um, when I make those calls. So these are people who we, last year, a home we built for, the gentleman had not left the house in a year. And so you might have people that can carry you, but that takes away your independence. Mm -hmm. You're depending on other people. And if a gentleman wants to get out and not call an ambulance to get to a doctor appointment. Now that he has a ramp, he can get down and probably use paratransit to get to a doctor appointment as well. So it's a safety issue for a lot of them. It's independence as well. Mm -hmm. wow. I couldn't imagine being stuck in a house and right. not being able to leave. You know, it's almost inconceivable for us that can walk. Just You just get in the car and right. go, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, and we get those that are waiting to get out of a nursing home to get a ramp on their house so they can get back into their own home. So we do have a, a couple of the ramps that we're building that are for people waiting in the nursing home to go back to their own home. Yeah. So if someone is in need of a ramp, I mean, the focus is for owner-occupied homes, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So let's share some of the criteria or what someone does to apply to get a ramp if they're in need. And it's a very simple application. We both kind of have a unique or our own version of it, yeah. but it's very similar information. So they must be a homeowner. Mm -hmm. um, if we get a renter, last year the city of Peoria had a program for ramps for renters. Mm -hmm. So we always do a letter of reference for them and forward them down to the city so they can still get um, the ramp that they need. So a homeowner, and they must have homeowner's insurance. And that's hard for some people because it's a cost um, to maintain that home ownership insurance. But those are the two requirements that we have. Okay. And then the application is probably on your website too? Yes, it is. It's on our website. Um, information about the program is, and we also get a lot of calls, and we will mail it to them with a return envelope. So mm -hmm. a lot of discharge planners are calling us yes. in need of applications because they want to discharge someone from the hospital mm -hmm. and want to make sure they're discharging them to a safe environment and that you need to be safe getting in and out of your home. Yeah. And a lot of times a ramp is required for that. That's hmm. hmm. pretty amazing. So are you an engineer or how, how did you get started building these? Well, I just had a lot of skills and learned a lot of things. I used to, I've, I've done a lot of different jobs in my life, and uh, one of my favorites was building things. Uh, during the time, I learned that through being a carpenter. And uh, then just the desire to help people, and uh, the construction out of wood, these wheelchair ramps, uh, we can just make them so much less expensive than if we build them out of aluminum or something like that. So it's a practical thing. I just figured out how to do it, kind of built, I started out building them, stick building them, piece by piece on the, on the site, and it took three days. Mm -hmm. And now uh, I'm pretty good at figuring out how to, uh, um, I guess, make that go quicker. And so uh, I thought that if we did, since they're all very similar, if we made them out of, uh, made them the same parts, 
then we can do the component type thing and, and make a production line out of it, and it, it goes very quickly now. All right, so you need the same width for a wheelchair. Same width, same, same length. Um, standard lengths, we have 10-foot sections, 8-foot sections. Our, our uh, switchbacks are um, standard, square or uh, rectangular, but as much as possible, it's all standard. So when we have the pre-build, we might build 20 10-foot sections and 15 8-foot sections and so many switchbacks. And then at the time of the uh, install, you know, we take three 10-foots, two 8-foots, and two switchbacks and put it on the site. And then they just put it together like an erector set. Mm -hmm. And all of these that Jeff goes to measure and he's got the diagram for the team leaders all set and all ready for the pre-build day, and they're all ADA compliant. So, you know, you might drive by some houses and see that somebody really tried hard to give someone a ramp, but again, you have to look at the safety of it and is it ADA compliant. So any ramp that Jeff is designing is all ADA compliant. Yeah, so you've got the railings. Mm -hmm. It's all treated material, um, so it's, it's fine out in the weather, um, anchored or whatever needs to be done. It's, um, the nice thing about building them out of components is if someone gets to, they're in a wheelchair and they get to the point where they don't need it anymore, if they give us a call, we can go back out, remove that wheelchair ramp, and then reuse it for someone else because it's pretty much standard size pieces. Mm -hmm. right. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So the first time that I went out, um, we were helping, I believe, a veteran uh, that had never spent time in his backyard because he couldn't get there from the front yard. And uh, that's, that's one of the times that, we, that I've done it. Um, how many builds have you been on so far? Uh, I A don't lot. know, five at least. Yeah. What's been your experience? Yeah, it's um, pretty amazing to be able to, you know, take a day uh, with some friends and family. I've been blessed to do that with my dad most years. And, um, and uh, you know, like you said, they, they can't even get out of the house. So um, we had a lady one year who was inside of her house all by herself, and she couldn't get in and out you know, unless someone came over to help her out because she had a front step with steps and we built the deck out the front or the ramp out the front and then down the side. And um, I know we've made some alterations along the way because that was a year we actually had to take up some concrete. <laughs> some <of laughs> now we've jobs, made some modifications. <laughs> some of the jobs are a little tougher than others. Yeah. But, uh, I try to uh, assign the teams uh, to those jobs, to the to the harder builds, you know, uh, based on who's in the team. So it, it helps me to know the volunteers mm -hmm. in the teams, experienced ones. You know, I may give them a more difficult ramp. The newer volunteers, then I may give them a simple ramp where it's just straight out. But some of them you just have to do what, you know, what needs to be done, but they all bless the folks that get them. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can remember the first time you did it. Um, I was thinking to myself, who in their right mind would give Stacy power tools? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff did. <laughs> so, so it takes different skill levels, right? So all skill levels are welcome. Uh, sometimes someone, you know, can carry a board from here to there. Someone can hold a tape measure. They can hold the post up that while we're in, you know, putting the uh, ramp part on. 
They can run a, a cordless drill. The more skilled people or people that are comfortable. Stacy now runs a, one of our saws. <laughs> and she's yeah, really good yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, especially if you come there more than once, if you come year after year, then you gain some of those skills and you get more comfortable doing things. But mm -hmm. I think Stacy, well, I think both of you will admit that it's a lot of fun to it do those things. It is a lot things. of fun. It's really cool because you get a lot of like-minded people, community-minded people together to help. And it's it's quite the little worker bee mm -hmm. type setup you mm -hmm. have when you're setting up all those pre-builds and everything. Mm -hmm. That's been pretty cool to watch. Yeah. We provide, um, well, I think actually Advocates provides uh, food and, and water mm -hmm. for the job sites, both on the pre-build day and the, and the day of the install. So mm -hmm. uh, that's always provided for all the volunteers. And yeah, we'll have staff at two homes. We're a small group of eight. So each staff will have two homes. And then um, we've worked with Avani's last year and are hoping to work with them again this year to feed our volunteers on June 22nd, as well as on the pre-build day on May 18th. And then the two staff that will be going to the different sites um, are going to go out before the build day to kind of do our paperwork that we have to have done for the ramp program and also kind of assist them with what some other needs. A lot of times we find that they might need a ramp, but as you really get to talk to someone, you see that they have other needs. And so there's some great programs in Peoria that if we can refer them to an appropriate program that might assist them as well. Mm -hmm. And I know last year we had a, a team that went above and beyond. I don't know yeah. what team it was. Remix. But did mm -hmm. landscaping, went and bought <laughs> mulch and flowers, uh -huh. and someone else brought their lawnmower to another home and mowed the grass mm -hmm. for the individual. So it's just a very, what else can we do? As Jeff said, I want to help people. Sure. So what else needs are out there for the homeowner that we could assist them with? Yeah, a little bit of cleanup in the yard. Gosh, I mean, not yeah. complicated. No. So. That, that volunteer spirit gets contagious when you're there. And... Uh, mm -hmm. Then instead of coming and, and having one thing in mind, well, you see this over here needs to be done, so mm -hmm. somebody will go over and take care of that and different things like that. But uh, it actually is a more of a blessing, I believe, to, the, to those of us who go and help mm -hmm. just because uh, just seeing the difference that you make in a person's life is just very rewarding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get to meet them, sometimes... They're not there for some reason while they're going out, but it's really great to meet the people and get to know the story, especially if you get to see them roll down for the first time. Yes. It's, mm -hmm. it's really cool. When uh, my wife's grandmother, um, when we had to move her in and out of the house, we had to put planks down, four, four steps, and it was... We gave Grandma quite the ride. I guess. <laughs> a little bit scary. Down. Hang on. <laughs> but just to be able to safely access right. your house is is a pretty amazing thing. Mm -hmm. so, cool. Yeah. We have a minute left. Anything else that you want to cover before we're... Just we probably recap the dates and times, right? So right. 9 a.m. On Saturday, May 18th at Bethany Baptist. Out on Heinz Lane. Yep, out on Heinz Lane. So that's the pre-build day. Yes. And that's so 9 until we're done. Yes. Right? 
So you can come for an hour or two hours, right? right? You don't have to commit to the entire time. And then the build day is Saturday, June 22nd. Um, we'll be starting between 8 and 9, depending on the location. Yeah. Sure. And then that goes from the time you start until completion. But again, sometimes people are coming half day or whatever works. Right. But, yeah. And in the, on, the, on the install day, the 22nd, um, if, you're in, if you have a group, like some, some churches or whatever, they have a group, the team that they want to put together. Sure. So then I will contact that team leader and let them know what their location is on the, on the day of. Mm -hmm. If you're an individual that, that wants to help, we'd love to have you. Mm -hmm. But um, in that case, I will email you your location mm -hmm. and who your team leader is so that you know uh, where, where you're going to work that day. Yeah. So, so if they need a team, yeah. how many people do you do minimum? Depend, well, minimum five. Uh, maximum usually is around 10. But you know, if you have a team and there's 11 or 12, that's fine. There's plenty of work to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. right. It's been really cool. Love to see you guys. Um, like I said, you're kind of exactly what we're looking for is uh, the heroes behind the scenes that, that's glad to work and step up and help people. So, mm -hmm. thank Thanks you. For having. Thanks oh. for having us. I am uh, Eeyore, and uh, <laughs> according to Stacy, but uh, if you are willing to help, uh, make sure you give them a call, uh, and make sure, if you would, please comment, share on this post. Um, if you are watching on TV, uh, go back to our Facebook page, which is uh, either. Uh, Peoria Life or In the Neighborhood on Facebook and make sure you share those so more people can get involved. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Peorialife.com